G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Always good to catch up with Ashley Saunders, the National Director of Family Voice Australia. Ashley, welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Ashley, I mentioned just in the preview there, a very controversial topic to kick off our conversation today, this idea of gay conversion therapy and some developments there with federal labour. How do they look? Well, federal labour has committed itself this week uh, that if they are elected at the next federal election, they will um, introduce legislation to ban gay conversion therapy and the present shadow health minister has said that she will make it uh, one of her personal priorities uh, to ban uh, this therapy. Now, uh, a couple of things that uh, I guess occurred to me and maybe occur to your listeners is firstly that the idea that uh, that you would ban this any type of therapy assumes that somebody is born with a particular sexual orientation and that this is unchangeable. And yet there is absolutely no science to that effect. Uh, the best studies that have been done include studies on um, identical twins who are therefore genetically uh, identical and you would expect that if um, if it really is something that's uh, in the genes and you're born that way that there would be a strong correlation uh, between uh, identical twins and that doesn't uh, show in the studies that have been done so firstly it buys into the argument that you're born this way and it's unchangeable your listeners might remember a few weeks ago we talked about a, a court case uh, here in Australia, which was about immigration, but the judge in, in the federal court was critical um, of, uh, of the case that was being put by the government department, the effect of which is that um, sexual orientation is fixed at birth and unchangeable, and, and she as the judge basically said, look, that is not the evidence before me, and, uh, and, and, and so not only is there no science, but in Australia there's even a legal case that says, uh, you know, this is not unchangeable, I guess to finish answering your question, I think that your listeners would have every right to be concerned that in banning such therapy, not only is it buying into this idea that you're born that way, but even worse, what it says is if somebody seeks some help, that it's illegal to help them. Now, that, that's a, that's a, a terrible um, idea, that if somebody, for any reason, seeks the help of a counsellor, that the counsellor would be unable to give the help for which the person asks. And there's a contradiction here too, isn't there, Ashley Saunders? The idea that people are talking everywhere these days, it, it seems, about gender fluidity, and that's a complete contradiction to this idea that scientifically you're born that way. What are your thoughts on that sort of contradiction that goes on in this whole debate as it continues? Um, the whole agenda that has been pursued uh, for some decades now is filled with inconsistencies and contradictions. And um, so the idea is, for example, that, um, uh, th that you know, if, if you say that you think you're heterosexual, um, that's, that's not unchangeable. You can, you can subsequently realise that you're 
uh, you, you have same-sex attraction, but that's the only thing that's unchangeable. Uh, so, for example, uh, let, let's, let's use me as an example, as a married man. Let's assume that as a married man with a wife and with children, that I was to feel a same-sex attraction for another man, uh, a same-sex attraction that I didn't want because I desperately uh, want my marriage to work and I want my marriage to preserve. So if I was to go to a counsellor and seek some help for that, then the counsellor could, um, if these laws were introduced, could at best um, say, sorry, Ashley, I can't help you, or at worst would say, well, that's because you're obviously gay. You need to leave your wife and family. I mean, th- th- this, is, this is a horrible proposition. It is a horrible proposition, and uh, there's much more to be said about it. Let's move on because the Israel Folau controversy hasn't gone away because it seems now that every high-profile sports person coming to Australia is being asked about their approach to social media. Uh, Of course, Israel Folau, uh, notable now because uh, he's suggested that homosexual people may go to hell. Now, Andrew Bogut, the basketballer, he's under the same sorts of pressure to answer these questions. Yeah, that's right. So he's announced that he's coming to play for the Sydney Kings for the next little while in the in the National Basketball League. And so he is somebody who has a very strong social media presence, a very strong social media following. I understand that he has over 330,000 followers. He's known to say things on social media that are controversial. And so he was asked, you know, what are you going to do um, about your social media? And in particular, what do you think about Israel Folau? Now, what, what amazed me is this, uh, and I'll just paraphrase Uh, what uh, Andrew Bogart is reported as saying, but uh, he said basically, uh, I'm not overly religious, but all Israel Folau basically did was to quote the Bible. Are you suggesting that he's not allowed to quote the Bible? I mean, that's that's a great question. That's a great comeback. And he then went on to say, look, uh, most if not all of the people who are getting uh, upset and say they're offended, why would they be offended um, that a God they don't believe in is going to consign them to hell, a place they don't believe exists. I mean, what, what a great response. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it's a common sense response. And I think this is the interesting aspect of our Christian positions on these things. The Christian positions are a common sense response to some of the chaos that's going on with the way people are beginning to think about all sorts of issues today. And uh, and so uh, a good response, as you say, some common sense coming from uh, a sporting icon uh, in Andrew Bogart. Let's talk to Ashley Saunders about the Banking Royal Commission. Uh, more Details emerging, uh, illegal, unethical behaviour. Of course, we've been talking about the need for integrity in commerce. This is one way of helping to bring back an awareness of what integrity looks like. But what are your thoughts on the latest developments this week in the Banking Royal Commission? Uh, I'm with most um, Australians uh, alarmed by the revelations, by the allegations and by the evidence of either illegal or unethical conduct. There's been evidence of um, uh, financial planners um, ringing up uh, other organisations, impersonating a client with a view to getting information. Uh, There's been allegations of forged documents. Uh, There's been um, admissions that, uh, yeah, I don't remember how many times I've actually misled uh, the regulator. Uh, The Prime Minister... Uh, from overseas uh, to celebrate Anzac Day, um, even said, yep, 
uh, I acknowledge that um, uh, politically I really ought to have called this Banking Royal Commission a lot earlier, and I think that my political stocks would be a lot higher if I had done so. Um, and so I think, um, I think it raises a whole lot of questions about integrity in business, about integrity in commerce, and what that looks like in Australia. And, um, and as I said, I think I'm alarmed with most of your listeners. And I suspect that what we're even hearing reported in the media perhaps is only the juiciest bits of what's coming out in the Royal Commission because evidence being taken from all the different major institutions, NAB, ANZ, uh, some of the most recent ones, and plenty more to come, no doubt, Ashley Saunders. Uh, yes, I believe there will be. And uh, if, this, if this results in um, a changed culture... But what was it? Uh, only a few weeks ago, you and I were talking about um, the need for a changed culture in our in our cricket team, uh, in our sporting body. We're now talking about the need for a changed culture in uh, in the financial uh, industry. Um, can I say um, that that I'm not? Although I'm alarmed, I'm not surprised because when um, a country um, goes away from its values that are at the root of the country. In this case, I'm talking about the values on which this country was built, on which Western democracy was built, the foundations um, of, uh, of the good news of Jesus Christ, um, that, that you, you can't expect to go away from those roots and still expect to bear fruit. And so this is, in my view, a wake-up call, not only for Australia, but for all Christians in Australia, to pray more earnestly uh, and uh, consistently for those in authority over us and those we do business with, for banks, um, for a whole range of, uh, of institutions. Ashley Saunders, another issue worthy of some comment this morning, an all-woman rideshare service, a business that only recruits women drivers and only collects female passengers. And uh, I think we'd all appreciate there are some safety issues that women need to be aware of, but there are some deeper issues at play here. Uh, what are your thoughts on the emergence of these uh, all-woman organisations? Uh, well, of course, the all-woman rideshare business builds on um, you know, the, the, the all-woman funeral director and it builds on all-female gyms. And, uh, and uh, neither I nor you nor uh, listeners would say that there isn't a need to ensure that uh, women uh, are and can feel safe. As a sidebar, uh, when you get to the transgender agenda, that, that brings into question the safety, but that's for another day. Um, so we wouldn't, we wouldn't deny that it's very important for women to feel safe, but it does again highlight uh, the inconsistency that if, for example... Uh, there was an all-male business. I mean, uh, you and I both know that um, a whole range of what were previously all-male clubs, for example, have had to open their doors uh, to, to, to women. And you know, wh whether that's good or bad, um, you know, time will tell. Um, but I guess the inconsistency is this, that if there was, for good reason, an all-male business, would that be just accepted um, or would that be open to criticism? And a related issue comes to the way in which men and women are portrayed uh, in advertising. And, and so, for example, it's not uncommon in advertising for men to be portrayed as simple-minded, but you, you, you cannot um, get away with portraying um, a woman as simple-minded. Uh, that great TV commercial, um, an Aussie icon, I think, uh, the commercial where the son asks the dad, 
why was the, the Great Wall of China built? And Dad says, oh, because there are too many rabbits in China, was to kick the rabbits out. Yeah. Now, now, now we, we all laugh with that, and that has become uh, iconic. But I just wonder, how would that have been received, or how would a similar commercial be received if instead of painting the dad um, as simple-minded, it painted the mum as simple-minded? Uh, I, I know that these um, talking about these issues and raising these questions can be controversial. Uh, I just think we need to have a conversation about that to make sure that we are being consistent um, in what we do and our attitudes to these kinds of things. Ashley Saunders, always good insights, good comments comments as, as always, and uh, certainly appreciate you taking some time to update us on some of these issues today. Ashley Saunders, the National Director of Family Voice Australia. The website for Family Voice is fava.org.au. That's fava.org.au. Ashley, we'll talk again next week. Uh, thanks, Neil, and it's... Uh Great to be with you and a good morning to you and your listeners. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au